Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team, as well as an empowered living coach. I spent the first half of my life people-pleasing, and then in my spare time, y'all, I was literally trapped by the opinions of other people. I mean, it was, it was really more like living in a mental prison. And then, I don't know if you've ever had days like this, but you know, there was just this day that I was so t sick and tired of being sick and tired that I just decided to take a step in the direction of my dreams. And it's so funny because when I changed the way that I was looking at things, the things that I looked at began to change. I mean, Wayne Dyer was really right. <laughs> Every area of my life is changing. I mean, like daily, right before my eyes. Now, I'm not saying it's perfect, trust me. I mean, I pick myself up off the floor many days. You know, we fall down seven times, we grit up eight because we are greedy women. And y'all, I'll be honest, last week was no exception. You know, it's very obvious that, you know, COVID-19 is, it's just on everybody's mind and everybody's heart. And I hope in everybody's prayers. I mean, by now it's probably shown up in your city and um, probably maybe even in your neighborhood. And if you're like me, maybe it knocked on the door of your, your home or the, the home of your family. Last week, to me, still feels like a dream. Like a really bad dream. Not that I was really scared. It wasn't that, but it was just not a good dream. I mean, this whole pandemic thing, just, just, it's just still hard for me to believe. But despite all the facts and despite the media and the, the huge loss of life, and I do not mean to make light of that at all, but I'm very aware of the good. I think it's just the way I'm wired. I just seek the good. I look for it. And, and I find it. People, a lot of times people ask me, like, where did you hear that story? Or how did you find that? Or how did you look? I'm like, I look for it. I look for the good. I do. I'm not being braggy. It's just what I do. And I, I've learned. I've learned so much over the past five years. I've got so much more to learn. But the one thing I have learned is, is that you do find what you seek. And where your mind goes, your energy flows. And it's funny because growing up and even into my adulthood until about five or six years ago, I mean, I really kind of thought that your circumstances were your circumstances. I mean, pretty much the hand that you were dealt is the hand that you were dealt. I mean, there wasn't really a reason to, to work hard to change it because pretty much it, it was what it was. I didn't realize that we had that power and that ability to lay down the hand Lay down the deck, lay down the cards, and pick up another one. And, and truthfully, when I look back, I was honestly just doing the best I could. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about just for a few minutes here. And whatever results you're getting in your life right now, they're totally connected to your self-image, your self-esteem, the value you put on your life, and what you believe that you can control and what you can do with your life. You know, there's so many people that are living in fear right now. I mean, we hear it reported in the news. People tell us about people. Or some people just call me. Um, honestly, I've had people text me, call me, message me, private message me, just talking about their fear. They are truly afraid. And they're like, why, why aren't you afraid? I mean, we heard uh, about somebody spraying Lysol in, in a clerk's 
I at Walmart. But y'all, honestly, and this is hard to take because we always think people could do better than they're doing, but honestly, they're doing their best. And that sounds like a cop-out for them. I, trust me, I know it does. It took me a long time for, for this to sink in to, to be a truth for me. But their best, even though we look at it and we think, well, their best is not good enough, they are truly operating at their very best level of awareness. And we're not going to have time today to go into this deeper, but th this is, you know, one of the things that we do in some of our trainings is that we help people sink into these types of, you know, mindset <laughs> motives. And, and we just, we coach people through this. It's what we do. And so these, these people and us, <laughs> me included, Lynn, when we're, we're operating at our best level of awareness, so we give what we have, and you can't give what you don't have. You don't know what you don't know. So I'm just going to spend, you know, 120 seconds on this right now. This, this is the speedy version, but I just wanted to, to kind of go there for a second. Most people, the majority of people, follow the behavior of the crowd they're in. I mean, most people are operating at a very low level of basically kind of basic needs. Me, 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 me. And that's why, you know, there was a shopper that lost his cool because he couldn't buy the whole display of Clorox wipes. This was way back in the beginning of this whole pandemic. And he, he just lost his stuff right there in the middle of the grocery store. And, you know, the main thing is that was driving his behavior was his fear. He was operating from fear. And, and I don't mean this. This is going to sound ugly, and it's not. I don't mean it to be unkind, and I don't mean it in a way that is unkind. But oftentimes we react from a place of ignorance. It's because we don't know what we don't know. When we stop and think that the clerk at the checkout is just doing her job or his job, they don't decide how to ration the supplies, then... And only then can we react and respond in a different way. Instead of this, though, many people always just jump to their conclusion. They create these stories in their mind. It's poor, poor me. This always happens to me. It's about me. You know, blah, blah, blah. Instead, what drives them at that point is, the, is their fear and their ignorance. And they lash out. Oftentimes, when we, we opt out of declaring this noble intent where we just look at people through the eyes and the lens of, you know, what they're doing their best. And if you're a believer like me, um, I am a person of faith, so I look at them, try to look at them through the eyes, you know, of of our Creator, of of of, of God, the eyes of God. You know, kind of how would Jesus look at them? If we truly believe that that other person is doing their best, then we will respond in a better way. But oftentimes, you know, I'll speak for myself. I get pulled in that too. And and I begin to create stories and jump to conclusions. Now, this past week, my life, <laughs> when I tell you this, I mean it with all my heart. But my life has delivered a lot of curriculum. <laughs> you know, we always say that your life is, your, your life is the curriculum. It is the content of your curriculum. So everything you need is right it's coming from your life. And trust me, this week was no different. And when we get back into the new normal, whatever that is going to be, it's going to be different than even what it is now. Trust me, I'm going to have lots of stories and lessons, and, and some things are going to even seem far-fetched and too hard to believe. I mean, I think y'all would probably all agree if we were in a room, you would raise your hand. 
are you sometimes uh, fascinated and blown away and in shock at, at the human behavior? But despite human behavior and our levels of awareness and how we respond sometimes, and, and trust me, I am not there. I mess up more than I get it right. But, but there's so much good in the world. You know, there's so many people that are in the ring fighting. They're fighting the virus. They're on the front lines. You know, there's the healthcare care heroes, the grocery store clerks, you know, the restaurants that are going to delivery now, the power companies, the, you know, people hauling gas, the people still working and serving. Gosh, last week when, when that huge um, mercy, the hospital that the Navy sent, that ship, when that rolled in New York, I mean, how can you ever forget the image of that? There are distilleries that are making hand sanitizer, and there's sewing machines buzzing in homes across the world, making masks for those serving. The chalk drawings. I love seeing this, the, the chalk drawings pop up in neighborhoods and down streets. And even last night in our small town, you know, a business that has been hit hard, I'm sure, by this. But Cuccinelli's Pizza. Shout out to Cuccinelli's Pizza. Um, in our small town, they, they, they brought pizza and sent pizza salads and ravioli for our whole family just out of the goodness of their hearts they were given they were serving beyond self even though they can't have people in their restaurant even though you know they have been impacted by this even though yesterday um, we i just had this thought my quiet time to kind of draw a heart and put it on a canvas and just start asking people for names of people that were serving on the front lines, whatever capacity. And in 24 hours, y'all, there were several thousand names um, that we have been able to put on that heart. And it's going around the world now for people to pray Psalm 91 over these, 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 all these people serving in all these capacities on the front line. I've had some people really ask me, like, are you afraid? Are you afraid, you know, that this has impacted your family and that, that you could be next? You know, why, why are you calm? Well, I can tell you that I'm calm, not because all of a sudden, you know, when all this showed up last week, that I began then to be calm. I've been working on calm for about five years. I've been working on the discipline of changing the way I react to things and the way I think into things and the way I live my life for the first half of my life. You know, it was, my life was leading me. And it's so ironic, um... Because this, one of my favorite scriptures is, No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I pray that over my family and my friends. And I've prayed over these people in this heart that are from all over the world. And uh, it was nine years ago today, exactly, that I had a heart attack. And so I am nine years of having a healthy heart. So that model that I learned when I had my heart attack, I was able to use last week. It still holds true. And I'll be honest. 14 days of isolation is not ideal for me. It's, it's Easter time. I love to, you know, I love Easter. I love being out. I love doing things for other people and all that. But I'm right here right now. So I'm having to recreate how I can bless people from, you know, my shelter. <laughs> I, I'm so thankful right now for the people in my inner circle. I'm so thankful for my mentors. And even though I can't travel or can't do anything, I'm, I'm, I'm at home. I can do lots. And I'm creating new ways to encourage others. There's no way that your gifts can be 
held down under a bushel. You can't live a life if you were designed, you are all designed and created for more. And there's no way that you can live in peace if you are not stepping into your, into your gifts and using your gifts for the good of mankind. I mean, our family is doing so well. I'm so, so thankful. And, and sometimes people, they don't even really believe that we are. They're like, are y'all really, are you really okay? You know? Yeah, we, we really are. We really are okay. And then sometimes, you know, I, I think, wow, this scenario could have been so different. And there's so many people suffering and there's so been so much loss of life. You know, we have, we have not been shaken by this. I can honestly say that we, we truly believe what we say we believe. Now, I'm not saying I don't have my moments because I've shared with that on the last, last one. Yesterday, I was kind of... You know how you go between that laugh and that cry? It's like you're you're not sure if you're laughing or crying. It's we call it teetering. <laughs> well, yesterday I was kind of in between that. I was like, you know, it was just that caught in that moment of when is this going to end? And nobody knows. But there are those moments. But I believe with all my heart that that faith over fear is a, has has been a game changer in my life. It's a real deal, and it, and it doesn't matter where you are. Don't think, oh well, Lynn sounds like she's got it all together. Trust me, sister and brothers, if you're listening. I do not have it all together, but I can tell you that my faith is unwavering, and it hadn't always been, but in the last five years, I've truly been leaning into it, and so maybe you're on a journey, maybe you feel like you've got to start your journey all over, or your journey's all jacked up, I don't know, but just start where you are, and that's the cool thing about our Creator, He doesn't care where you are, nobody's perfect, He meets you where you are, and it's not pushy. He just waits for you. So let me ask you a question. Do you want to increase your trust? Do you want to build your faith? How would your life be different if, if there was more faith and less fear? I just want to encourage you to start where, the, where you are. Building a, a habit of faith is no different than any other discipline. It takes work. It truly does. And we're all busy. Well, not right now. We're not. We're all at home. But um, we're all, we're all, we all have stuff going on. But just like the discipline it takes to work out or, you know, in my case, to keep my hand out of the robin eggs and the jelly beans right now that are in the candy jar, you know, our faith muscle will get stronger too the more we use it. So last week when the test results started coming back, some were positive, some were negative, but, but there was no panic. It was a pandemic, but there was no panic. And we have this peace that passes all understanding. I don't know. I can't understand it. I can't even describe it. But God's love for you is so much bigger than any fear you have or any screw up or any mess up. And he is patient. He is, he is kind and he's patient and he will wait for you. But I just want to encourage you to spend some time just creating that space in your schedule. And it's interesting how... how you know, people now are saying, first they were saying, when I have more time, I'll do this. Now they're saying, well, when we get back to normal, but I hate to burst that bubble because I, I normal is not coming as we knew it. It's gone. No more. Nada. It's done. The end. There, there'll be a new normal, whatever that is, and nobody even knows what it is. But here's a heads up. And trust me. And, and I've been investing a lot of time, a lot of money in my growth in, in mentorship over the years. So here's a freebie for you. And trust me, it takes a lot of investing to get me straight. I was messed up. But everything is going to change. Some things we did are obsolete already. So what can you control? You can control 
kind of how you want to come out on the other side. Is it a stronger faith? Is it a better discipline? Is it a clean closet? I don't know what your thing is, but, but binging on Netflix is not going to do it. So what could you do? What could you just start doing? Just taking one step. You don't have to do the whole thing, but just one step in the direction of your dream. And remember to be grateful. That's number one, right? We have to be grateful first. It's what the G in Gritty stands for. And, and resilience, all Gritty women have to be resilient. We're going to fall down, but we got to grit back up. And inspire someone. There's so many people that are waiting to hear an encouraging word. I met someone this morning at 5 o'clock in the morning from Australia who, who now we're just like, had made this instant connection. She's going to be a guest on my podcast. But it was because I was looking for somebody to encourage Remember to think for yourself. This is no time to follow the crowd. You have to think for yourself and be tough. It's not this this is not for wimps. This this stuff, life, period, is not for wimps. And then throw a pandemic on it, certainly it and and the wise to be you because you were created and made for more. So I want you to just be your beautiful gritty self. Okay, um, I gotta roll because I got some more names to write on that heart. Um, remember, stay home and stay strong and be kind to yourself. And I believe in you. And by the way, I got into the robin eggs just a little bit ago. I ate a bunch of them. I'm not going to lie. So you know what? I'm going to drink some extra water, go for a little walk, and maybe tomorrow I'll be better. Until then, see you next time. Take care. And remember, gritty is the new pretty.